All right, here we are. Outer Banks this week with Autumn and Justin. Minus Autumn today, but that's okay. She's with us in spirit, and I'm going to call this the Pioneer Theater Edition. Sitting across from me right now, Mr. Michael Bassnight of the Pioneer Theater. Mr. Bassnight, how are you today, sir? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So you recently just took over uh, with the Pioneer Theater. Uh, after the Cree family had it for what, a hundred and some odd years, hundred years at least, 105 years. It's the oldest independent, uh, theater in the country. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, there's a lot of history there, uh, and they did a great job operating it over the years. Some things have happened and you were able to grab that bull by the horns and take over. Now you have been over there working diligently for the last, like what, six months. February 9th actually was when it closed and it has been, uh, yeah been a rush a little fever pitch it feels like six months but it wasn't quite that long <laughs> yes it does but you have uh I, I was able to go in there recently for a media night that you had put together and everything looks amazing in there tell us about some of the changes that you have put in place inside the theater itself some of the things that you, you're going to do differently this instead of just showing movies yeah okay well cool thank you um yeah, there's been a lot. Uh, so uh, my sister Jamie and I, you know, we're, we're partners. So uh, Jamie Bassnight Hatchell, she's married to David Hatchell, uh, his brother Derek Hatchell and wife Sharon. Uh, we came together with this concept. And, you know, it's, it's such a passion play for everyone, all of us who, you know, had those first memories and experiences there. But then you start partnering with creative minds. And it's been a community effort. And I know people have heard me talk about it, but truly it has been. Um, you've had, uh, for example, the front facade, the doors, uh, and the ticket booth enhancement. That John Wilson, former mayor, uh, local architect. Um, you have the signs, as we talked about on media night that night. Uh, Ricky Scarborough, my old college roommate, you know, grew up with this guy, and we're in in trouble trying to find how to get a marquee and a sign. And <laughs> dude steps in with Joey Anderson and and Britton down Britton Ricketts down the road, and the next thing you know, we've got the whole thing designed, and and it's. Within weeks, it's available, not six months to 12 months, the way that the outside venues would have offered. But Vicki uh, and Todd Horning, working with all of us collectively as well, uh, to try to come up with the design. Um, you know, so you start pulling in theater experts and those who've been in um, theater industry, if you will, for, for so many decades. My aunt, LaBomb Houston, um, and Christopher Clarence, local, local folks, everyone, and so the idea was 1918 was the first Pioneer Theater in Manio. And a lot of folks may not know that, but over, I'm a history nerd, so okay. let's, mm -hmm. let's just have at it, right? Right. Um, but uh, over on Sir Walter Raleigh, there's an empty lot across from um, uh, the fly fishing. And uh, that was where the first Pioneer started. And then it burnt down, I believe, in the 20s. Okay, okay. Uh, and they were already working on a new spot. So the current location was for the first quote-unquote talkie movies, and that opened on March, I think it was March 28th of 1934. Okay, okay. Think about the style back then, artistic style, uh, and flair was Art Deco. Oh, uh, yeah. Art Deco is a very unique it is. style. Oh, well, yeah. I'm a self-professed colorblind. <laughs> like, red's the, only go red's the only color I got. Everything else doesn't really. I it's, it's just a shade. But from the style perspective, I'm not an expert in that. And so, again, you're pulling in folks who, who are or who can help that come to fruition. Um, you walk into the theater, some of the stuff you'll see, the stars on the floor, the tile. Todd Horning did that. 
but that's that's a, a, a carryover from the stars that are on the chains holding up the marquee. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's going to be kind of neat to see for fo- for folks to see as they come in to, to uh, see the Art Deco. So it's it's what it was originally, that style and flavor with some improvements. Um, bathrooms, things like that. We have hot water in there now. That's, oh, okay. But we have maintained the same, um, the old popcorn machine, that creator's machine. You can't get rid of that. No, heck no. Um, the ice. Oh, my God, what we've done to maintain the ice machine, that soft pellet ice. Oh, my. Yeah, if you did something with the ice, I think there would be a big problem. People would have a huge problem with you. <laughs> I'd have some close family members that would quit talking to oh. me, I'm afraid. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> But it's really the experience, man. That's what the whole, you know, you think about it, all of us who've been there. And we joke about the kissing booth, and, the, and yeah. all, that's all awesome. I mean, there's so many people who I've known my entire life. Their their children are my age, and they go, you know, we met in the theater. Oh uh, man, Coy and Don Tillett. Yesterday, I was at a, an event um, at the house. It was a birthday, and uh, they said, yeah, we met at the theater. Had a hearse, first handhold and our first kiss at the theater. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh man, and Joey uh, Daniels and and Vicky, same thing. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Joey's yeah. story is awesome. I told them that you find out what movie it was, if you can remember, that you were watching, and I'll make sure that we play it and, and put your name on the marquee. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be absolutely hilarious. See, there's, there's a lot of history there, a lot of history. Mm-hmm. Now, um, now, when you walk into the actual theater itself, yeah. there was uh, you had this little se- one section in the back that was seats, and then there was a, a little aisle in between, and then there was the full front section. Now, you've done something. You took that back section, and you made it into like a VIP lounge. Yeah, I saw that actually. Uh, there's a similar scenario at the Continental Club in Austin. You'll remember <clears throat> I was living in Austin for about 10 years before making my way back home. Uh, but there's a little section in the back, and uh, and somehow that was in my mind. And so we were going to the theater, and Jamie and I were talking or discussing what we could do. And, you know, I've got just endless drawings. I've been. I'm not a good draw, hmm. uh, a drawer, if you will, artist. An artist. There I we go. Vicky's a good one, but yes, but I am certainly not the architect. But boy, have I been working on little designs and drawings and paper to try to get that, you know, what we're thinking onto reality. So those last three rows of the theater, um, there were some chairs that had been moved around um, and then been modifying a little bit, and and really that was that's growing up. That's kind of where the teenagers went to to do bad things. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Moving right along. I see your brow sweating over there. Yeah, I'm gonna pull yeah, that up. Yeah, it got me a little <laughs> bit flustered over here. So, so, but I thought a better opportunity to use for that is you're thinking about being modular with the theater, right? Because it's all about experience. And I was saying to someone just yesterday, you can barely remember the movie that you watched over the years. It was more the experience of the popcorn, who you're with, that feeling. Um, and they've done so many cool things in the last 105 years um, of different um, formats. And so that's not always going to be a movie. It might be a concert. It might be Kevin Farley coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, our Caroline Owens event. So there's opportunity to sit, yes, in the seats, and we put individual seat numbers and labels and rows for everyone to be able to find an individual seat for those types of venues mm-hmm. outside of a movie. But the back, that that's what you're asking about, and that's a little lounge. It's like a VIP lounge. Okay. There's a, there's a bar back there, um, a little beer and wine, maybe some bubbly. 
uh, for folks to be able to enjoy during a concert or a comedy night. Uh, that's certainly not going to be open during Jungle Book and the family. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so during the kids' movies and things that you're going to put on throughout the years, there that will not be open, obviously. No, and we've also um, made sure that's not in the lobby. So when we walk in as a family, I mean, come on. It's, yeah. it's our Pioneer Theater. It's, it's beautiful. popcorn and it's candy and it's... You know, so but for those different formats and venues, again, you're thinking flexible, uh, which is why we're also building in the back of the theater off the stage a little green room. So your performers, they are going to have their own bathroom and shower and a place to hang out and hopefully take pictures and sign a bunch of Pioneer stuff while they're here. See, and I think that's a super cool part that you, you're adding on is the green room and the showers and everything for the bands and, and the entertainers that are coming uh, to get ready and to kind of get themselves fixed the right way so that they can take the stage. I think that is a super awesome feature that you have, you've put on and, and the garden talk. What, what, what about this garden that I've, I've heard about? <laughs> yeah. Um, we were, you're talking about, uh, the performers in the garden and we were, interestingly enough, we had a little surprise visit from someone coming through town, just touring around as the vice president of the country music hall of fame. Oh, wow. I had no idea who it was. Of course, I'm just answering questions about all the things as you and I are doing now. Right. I, I showed the green room back there and, uh, he's like, Oh my God, this is an amazing venue. And then we went to the garden. The garden is really, uh, Someone said to me today, you know, I walked by this theater for years and you really didn't even notice what that was. It was kind of a parking lot, kind of not, kind of somewhat sometimes closed off. So in acquiring, right, because you don't, it, it wasn't inherited, it, we're acquiring something, of, mm -hmm. um, you got to have to look at it from a different perspective. What does it need to be? So if it were to be that little lot, when you section it, put the bumpers so people don't, you know, just run in the side of the building. Uh, by the time you size it appropriately, you get a, just a handful of cars that may or may not be able to go in or out. True, true. Okay, so what else could you do with that space? And again, I'm thinking back in a place in San Diego where I live, but also in Austin where you had a small area of town that was just cool for people to walk around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, Manio is a walkable town. We advertise it as such because it is. Uh, at the same time, the new social district. So we're going to have a lot of folks coming around for the summer. Uh, that garden area, we're going to have, um, we'll, we'll have some lights, some little, just little uh, decorative lights hanging across the top of it. So okay. it'll lit up, it'll be safe. Uh, you've noticed some of the work we're doing with some rock. That's the subgrade. You're going to have some wine barrel tables out there. And then UNC Greensboro with the Main Street Association, and we've been working with the town, they've created a whole concept for a, a rendering of an outdoor sort of sheds, if you will, um, covered decks for a stage. So we could have some acoustic music or maybe an author talking about a book or a storyteller. Uh, we'll have a little snack shack for some popcorn and some peanuts and, and a soft drink or beverage of choice. Um, and you can hang out. So you've got... You've got a little one. I do. Um, imagine coming down to the theater for that movie night, that matinee on a Saturday. You you take them inside, get their popcorn, get them situated. Instead of going home and tapping the watch for two hours to see who's going to play Rochambeau, who's going to go pick them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You might want to hang out outside in the garden. You might want to walk around town. You might want to take in a little live music yourself. And it's a place for the whole family. And so that's, that's the idea. I love that idea. That's such a cool idea. And I've been watching as like, you know, I work right next door. <laughs> yeah. So I watch all this. I've been watching this all unfold over the last few months. And it's just, it's gotten me really excited. And I know that a lot of the townspeople, there's been a lot of chatter about how awesome things are going to be once you get fully open and are ready to go. Now, 
here's my next question. Here we go. You mentioned a young lady a moment ago named Caroline Owens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, she's coming to play very soon. We're talking June 10th. Is that correct? That is correct, at the Pioneer. Okay. She'll be at the Pioneer on June 10th. Now, can you you tell me a little bit about who Caroline Owens is, where she's from, and stuff like that? Yeah, so you got to give thanks to Corey Himmelwright. I mean, okay. He's our local promoter. This guy is a phenomenal, uh, not only a friend, but just like he's good for the community and what he's trying to do. Uh, but he knew of her and asked me if we were interested. And um, she's from North Carolina. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about her. It's an Owens, and I, I'm not related to her. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say now. No, she's from Denton, North Carolina. Uh, but I believe now she's living in probably in Nashville because she's in such high demand. Um, she's a bluegrass singer, a little country. Um, she's twice been nominated, um, for the IBMA, um, bluegrass vocalist awards. So that tells you something when you're nominated as a vocalist, you've probably got some pretty good doing something, right? Pretty, pretty good pipes. Right. Oh, yeah. And so she is just phenomenal. Uh, I would say that she sounds like a young Dolly Parton. Um, I agree I, with that. It just, right. And, and so you see someone like her and you think, man, Imagine where what that voice, you know, it's like a butcher block. We love to talk about a butcher block because as you cut into the butcher block, it's got all the stories yep. to tell. And, oh, yeah. But imagine someone at this age who sounds like she does in, in 25 years, how how well that voice is going to sound and be crafted, just continue to get better and better. So really excited about her. She'll be there on Saturday. Saturday, June 10th. Well, you got to keep me straight. <laughs> Saturday, June 10th. Now, uh, tickets are available uh, online at present, correct? Correct. And so thank you for that. We've been going through, and I appreciate everyone's patience. We've been going through a little soft opening. We had some electrical challenges and some, mm. some bugs and, you know, but that's what a soft opening is for. Let's find them now so that we can go ahead and get coordinated. Um, she, um, uh, we will have a website probably up today, uh, this afternoon or tomorrow. Um, I'll even post that on the sign out on, on us 64, I'll just put pioneertheater.com. Okay. So it's, and it's T-E-R. We're not in Old England. So we're going with a T-H-E-A-T-E-R spelling. So is it pioneertheater.com or thepioneertheater.com? Thepioneertheater.com. Okay, thepioneertheater.com. Just want to make sure I was right in, in that regard. Keep me honest. <laughs> thepioneertheater.com. And <clears throat> we'll, of course, still continue with the Facebook. We've added links to the tickets on Facebook. I've even added them on uh, my Instagram and the Manio House Instagram. So we're trying to make sure people are informed. But I think going forward, of course, we're taking box office. Go by the box office. We take cash, but we also take your credit cards. Um, and to make things for a concert, I think it's pretty it's uh, pretty commonplace now. You want to have that web page. You want to have um, we're using Thunder Ticks, and they're they're able to select again in a concert venue where you want to sit. You yeah. want to sit the stage. You want to sit a little further back. Uh, prices will vary from the front stage, like most concerts. So you can pick row A, seat four and five, right in the middle, mm-hmm. A one, or uh, and back. And then as you get back to the VIP area, the lounge, uh, there's some benefits and perks for sitting back there. You're elevated. You're basically eye to eye with whoever's on stage. Right. Absolutely. Uh, my sister Jamie says the spot right in the middle is her spot. But, oh, that's her spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's her spot. Okay, good to know. know. That's her spot. But uh, you have, of course. Uh, Beverages available for you right there. Uh, you don't have to get up um, very far, step or two. And that's about 15 to 18 seats back there. So uh, we've kind of kept that a uh, little private. 
Okay, so tickets for like if you got a just a, a regular seat, not in the back in the VIP, but like you know just in front of that section right there, you know, mm -hmm. what they're what thirty dollars for those. Is that correct? Yeah, so the stage uh, for this venue and all of them mm -hmm. will yeah. modify, right? So of course. So we've got several other venues coming up. But the the front stage seats are at 40, and then as you go back past, I think, row D, it turns down to 35, and then further back it goes to 30. Okay. So our rows are from row A, because remember we have 242 seats. Right. Mm -hmm. It's from A to uh, row A to row V, and there are 11 seats across each. Uh, so as you get back further back the seats are thirty dollars a ticket and uh, from what we're seeing from her other engagements and certainly with her background and she's played with pretty much everyone ricky skaggs i mean you name it right. Allison kraus oh beautiful she's already out there man she's about to explode so we're really excited to have her here excellent excellent and they can be found on thunderticks.com and of course we're going to link all of these um the links for everything to buy these tickets, we're going to link them all into the podcast and, and everywhere it can be shared, uh, as well as on all of our social media and things at outerbankthisweek.com. And as you said, people, if they wanted to buy tickets, they wanted to walk right up to the box office, hey, I need two. Yeah. Uh, now, they probably won't exactly be able to select their seats per se, but they could say if you still had two in the upper, in the front, couple of rows or whatnot and you want these two do you want these two what are you looking to do you can you can select it that way correct yeah you can we can we can pull up the seat chart but i i with the way things are now um and you know the tenth is right around the corner i would probably go online and get them just to have them uh, we're going to do the same thing with the movies by the way but okay uh, you gotta limit how much time prior to a movie things change really quickly with a movie. So That's true. 48 hours before the movie will open up so you can buy your tickets for a movie online if you like. For a concert, it's a little different. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. Plans change. You might sell them to a friend or uh, give them to somebody. It just, I, I've seen a lot, a lot of different uh, uh, solutions to plans changing for a concert. Well, I do know that someone has actually already received a birthday present, a uh, pair of tickets to see a show yeah. at the Pioneer Theater. They were telling me about it the other day. Uh, speaking of future shows, we're going to come back and talk about Miss Carolina in just a second. But speaking of some future shows and things, um, what what can you kind of maybe tease us with right now uh, regarding things that are going to be coming up in the near future? So thank you. Uh, that would be June 21st. Mr. Kevin Farley. Oh. Uh, so working with the uh, ever-present Greg Smirnell. Yes. The man is everywhere. I've spoken to him a many a time. <laughs> he and I have talked about Kevin Farley a good handful of times. Love that guy. So it, uh, we're letting um, his group uh, do the promotion for that. So the tickets are really coming through Laughing Goal. Um, but that's going to be fantastic. I, I, again, uh, having a venue. And you think back to history, Andy Griffith started, obviously, we all know his story, but started as a musician, but then he was actually doing comedy. And his first comedy attempt was a shrine club, which is now the Catholic Church in Webblin Junction. And then he brought over his football is what it is and other things here to the theater. So uh, to have comedy back in in that, in that venue, I think is going to be going to be pretty cool. That is going to be pretty rad for sure. And then we're going to have uh, in July, on July 14th, we have work with the music folks. So we've got a couple local promoter groups, Corey Himmelwright we spoke of, uh, and then Brad and Rebecca uh, from Music. We're going to have chairman of the board. So uh, I'm really excited about having that. I mean, the old beach music yes, here. That's that it's such a legend. That's what I was going to say. The individual that I spoke with, she told me she said that she got for her birthday two tickets to that show, <laughs> and she's really cool. excited about it. So, um, again, yeah, another another super cool thing coming up in July. 
uh, that people can get ready mm-hmm. for. And I know you got a bunch of other events that you're going to get lined up and movies. And again, like you talked about, like some kids movies. I think you, uh, Casablanca. Yes, that kicks off tonight, actually, Friday night. Yes. Um, so just before Dare Days, we're going to have... Um, we're going to have our Casablanca. And, and again, the beauty of having historic theaters, you can go to some of those classics. And the idea behind it is not just because it's an old theater, and, you know, a legacy theater, but it's to introduce some of the families, you know, because it's a family function. So yeah. bring your kids in. And the movies we're showing that are classic, by the way, are not a shot in the dark. They are going to be either Oscar winners or top revenue grossing throughout the decades. So Casablanca is going to be one. And then um, I'm working with, uh, um, her name is Carrie, but she's our active uh, buyer, if you will. So she helps work with all these movie studios. Oh, cool. Kind of daunting, a little intimidating. I mean, I've been in the medical device business for years, working with hospitals and our contracts. But when you're working with a Disney contract or Warner Brothers, like, oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I don't want to mess this up. Yeah, yeah, I bet not. But she's working with us to get movies in. And, um, you know, there's some really good ones that have been requested, like Jungle Book. You know, let's get that. Let's get Mario Brothers. Let's get uh, Jaws when the kids are out. I was thinking Jaws. <laughs> Jaws was in were... my head just then. I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars uh, series, I mean, from beginning to end, there's just so many cool things you can do with the theater that brings everybody in. And, and uh, you know... Maybe it's not Guardians of the Galaxy when it first comes out. But the reason for that is that you'll have to play on a first release theater. You have to play that movie for up to six weeks, maybe, or mm-hmm. even longer. And they'll say two to three times per day. It's a lot. They're like 1,650 people in Mania, maybe 1,700 well, now. And people don't realize that that, like all these different or I don't want to call them restrictions, but all these different uh, policies are in place for these new releases. That's why people are like, well, why? That's what, when I was a kid, okay, yep. just truth be told, when I was a kid growing up, uh, you know, the beach would get them all, you know, the cinemas. They'd and get it first. They would get it first. And then maybe a month later, the Pioneer would get it. And I would remember my friends at school be like, why is it always so long before <laughs> the Pioneer gets it? So, I mean, and again, it's just, I mean, I, I don't like to use, throw this word around a lot, but it's 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 just kind of ignorance for not knowing. I mean, well, it's not. I'm not saying that in a negative way, but it's just. It, it, I mean, it's one of those situations where we just didn't understand. We didn't know why. Right. You know. I mean, and why? You know, to be honest and fair, why would we? I mean, you wouldn't know that. But I think for us, as we're sort of reintroducing this theater, making some modifications um, to try to keep it about, well, hey, what do we want? What do locals want? You know, yeah, we want to keep our tourists excited and enthusiastic, but what do we want? Well, we also want the wintertime. Let's have Outer Banks Got Talent once a month. Let's have something where we could have a winner who maybe Corey would let sing. Corey, I'm calling you out. At the at the the next bluegrass, they could be an introductory band or int- open a song, but these things are impossible to do if you're going to be a first run theater because you can't just go, hey, we've got a cool uh, musician in town who's playing Festival Island Park, and they said they'd be willing to play a night for us next week. If you didn't show those theaters the way that they're requiring, yes, you get. I mean, it just really sets off a bad tone and penalties and. So let's keep the theater about the locals and let's have a little bit of freedom. And I'm sorry if I got the movie four weeks or five weeks after it was launched, but I'm going to get it for you. You're going to get it. I get it. It's going to get it. If it's it's in high demand and and you can get your hands on it, you're going to get it. I get it. So let's go back to Miss Caroline real quick. Miss Caroline Owens coming up. Uh, She'll be in town. Thank you to Mr. Corey Himmelwright for getting her arranged to come this direction. Uh, She will be at the Pioneer 
on June 10th, Saturday, June 10th. Now, what time does that show start? Uh, doors going to open at 6. Doors open at 6, and you can yeah. get your tickets online. Uh, the website, thepioneertheater.com. Of course, Outer Banks this week, we're going to be promoting the heck out of it for you uh, to make sure that uh, we get it known to as many people as possible. Yeah, there's actually, if I could say one thing else. Go ahead. While she's in town, again, this is something that Corey and I have been talking a lot about. Um, when you have these artists who are here, we found out that, say, for example, when he has his Bluegrass Fest or they're here for music, um, they're in town for about 24 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, a typical set on Festival Island is a 40-minute set or 90-minute, 45 or 90-minute. So what are you going to sleep seven or eight hours? What else are you doing while you're here? And so we're trying to find different venues because, remember, experience is what it's all about. Right. So with Caroline, for example, she's going to play at Old Tom's. Corey's got an interest in Old Tom's and a partnership there. Um, and then on Friday evening, she's going to be playing um, at uh, the Manio House okay. in a parlor session. Mm -hmm. So I've been posting that. A lot of people are asking. Totally different experience, right? That's a 150-year-old room that's got all this awesome acoustic wood and very in intimate, very private. Um, you get to ask a lot of questions and meet them up close and personal and hear some good tunes. And then we're going to kick over with, you know, 240 plus folks, hopefully at the Pioneer yeah, to see her really let it out and, uh, and show what that theater and that experience is about. So um, this is something that I'm hoping you'll see a lot more of whereby a performer comes into town and will give different experiences throughout town that aren't just relegated to Festival Island Park, which right. is an amazing outdoor venue. Yes, that absolutely. doesn't have the claim it should, but it's coming there. Absolutely, absolutely. And I believe, you know, you, you helping to spearhead this effort, along with Corey and individuals like that, will bring the people and everybody will want to jump in and, and participate and see all the wonderful things that take place here in just this little corner of Roanoke Island. Just yeah. this little corner of Manio. Who knew that Manio was going to be a music spot, as uh, John Harper said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John Harper would know. He's been around the music scene for quite some time. Mr. Michael, thank you for coming in. Again, everything can be found online on thepioneertheater.com. Of course, we're going to link everything to OuterBanksThisWeek.com. And, of course, when this podcast drops, there will be links all over this podcast for people to buy their tickets as well. Fantastic. So, thank you. Uh, thank you, sir. And we look forward to all the fun things that are going to be taking place at the Pioneer Theater. It's cool being in the lair here, the little inner sanctum. The lair. This is where yeah. it happens. This is where it's, it, yeah, this <laughs> is exactly where the magic happens. So thank you, sir. Thanks for coming in. Thank you.